0: It's time to laugh and learn.
1: Hey guys, it's Cassie and Jenny. And quick before the show, we just want to remind you, or if you haven't heard yet, tell you all about the Manifest It Now VIP messages. Tell us your story, Jenny, about when, the,
0: when you got one of our own messages and it was awesome. You guys, it's the best, most funnest thing, and they always come at the perfect timing. Like, So you can get text sent right to your phone. And it was last week or something, and I was dreaming about something I had never thought about before. And like, literally two seconds later, I get the text, remember today, you can really have it all. And I was like, I made this text, and it was still perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we keep hearing that from everybody,
1: that they show up at the right time.
0: So. So, you guys can access that. It's a monthly subscription of $7, and you can go to manifestitnowshow.com to enroll. And now for this week's episode. Hello to all our listeners out there. Welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I am here with Cassie Parks, your lifestyle design coach.
1: And I'm here with Jenny Gain, your LOA coach. Hi, Cass. Hi, Jenny. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm awesome. Me too. <laughs> What Shocking! Is, I know, right? <laughs> so tell everyone what is exciting and awesome in your life. Okay, wait, just one of the things. Just well, I
1: know, right? Because there's a there's a whole list. Um, just one of the things that I'm super. I'm putting together something special for the cruise, uh, for the LOA cruise. Um, and so I'm just like working out the details. I'm not ready to say them yet. But if you've ever like wanted to work with me, um. This might be a really good opportunity to do it. So, I'm just excited cuz I just came up with something really cool. So,
0: Cassie in person would just be the bomb. Like even more than you guys love hearing her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. It's the same thing with you, Jenny. Like you're
1: you're so much fun, even more fun in person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, Cass. <laughs> um, did I tell you that I just had my first three people sign up for LOA Skills Camp. You didn't tell me that yet. Oh, yeah, I know. That's what I'm really excited about. So I'm going to be offering um, a new course again in starting the beginning of October. So if anyone is interested, let me, send me an email or go to LOASkillscamp.com and check it out. And yeah, I'm super excited to just dive in and see all the transformations with another group of people.
1: I'm so excited for the people who have signed up because that is going to be awesome and they're going to really know how to rock LOA when they get done.
0: <laughs> it's true. It happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting. Congratulations.
0: Yeah. Thanks, dude. Um, I do want to mention to our listeners that if you guys are enjoying our our um, show together, Cassie and I, if you see it on Amazon and you go to find Manifest It Now on on Amazon. I mean, iTunes, <laughs> <laughs> iTunes. Um, uh, if you give us a like and a review that really helps us and, um, keeps it going so we can do more shows for you guys. Definitely. And if you love the show, it
1: actually helps other people find the show, um, too, when you do that. So and just share love the it, love.
0: Yeah. Share the love,
1: pay it forward. Um, we hear, and thank you. We hear from so many of you, like how impactful the show is on your daily life. So, thanks for sharing and, and uh, keep sharing.
0: Oh my gosh, the email we got this week about the lady who had um, the sleep improvements. Yeah. She's been dealing with um, sleep anxiety and started listening to the show and just saying, like, okay, that's the old me. And she emailed Cassie and I and said, this has been the first night where she slept the whole night with no anxiety and she's just so happy. And like both Cassie and I were just so excited to hear that. It's just like everything, it just feels so good.
1: It does. Like it feels amazing. And that's really like why we do the show. hundred percent. Yeah. So, so cool. Um, I love that. So always share those stories. It's like, it's, I don't know, it's just so exciting to hear and so good to hear. And just, I'm glad that we can be of service to you all.
0: Yeah. That's why we do it. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, and speaking of other exciting things, uh, there's, Uh, about a month and a half left to sign up for the LOA Radio Network Cruise, which I will be speaking on. I'm so excited about. Um, I feel like I haven't mentioned this in a couple weeks, but if you register under my, you click, you know, that you heard about it on our show, I got the owner's suite, which is amazing. Uh, I looked it up again the other day. The balcony, it's almost as big as my balcony at the Enchanted Palace. It's like, it's well over 300 square feet. Cassie only does things big. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Big and luxurious you know own hot tub on the balcony like awesome um so if you uh sign up under me like you'll get the benefit of the whole workshop on the cruise which is going to be amazing this all the speakers are amazing but you will also um get an invite to hang out in the owner's suite for like a happy hour or something like that um just a way to come and enjoy the suite because the way that you get familiar with those experiences that you don't know, you know, you're not familiar with, so that you can use them in your scripting and your visualization and all that is getting to experience them. So I'm excited to give you this opportunity. So you can go to radio LOARadioNetwork.com and about a quarter of the way down the page, there's a button that says LOA Spectacular Cruise. Just go on there and register. Um yeah, and there's a couple different options for like, uh, you know, Jules points out like how you can use PayPal to get some interest-free financing for the whole trip. So, definitely check that out and come hang out on
0: the cruise. I love that idea of um, actually getting the experiences that you're gonna that you want to script about that you want more of. It's practicing that vibration, right?
1: It is, and I when you're familiar with it, it's an easier, at least in my experience, um, it's so much easier to step into. Oh my
0: you know? gosh. Yes. Right. I've like, um, that's been such a big realization in, in the book launch and being the best selling author and all that is like, it was such a smooth transition to stepping into that next level of success. And I think any of you guys can apply this success in any area of your life is when you practice it, um, you just, it's easier to step into that beingness and then you find you just with your awareness, you find more and more and more that, oh yeah, I'm being this a little bit more. I'm being this a little bit more. Exactly. And
1: it's, it's so, yeah, it's just so important to like keep stepping into that place that you want to be. Um, and I know this is important for me in my journey, like, especially in terms of like money, like really, um, taking advantage of those opportunities where you got to be in an experience that was like new and it was something that you wanted, you know? Um, this is, Yeah. Keep going. Oh, I was going to say, I always, like, took extra note. Like, I would, like, you know, take a few minutes to really, like, pretend, like, like, wherever I was was, like, my own. I remember one time I manifested, like, um... I gave up my seat Um, a soldier really needed to get back to duty and so I gave up my seat on an airline and they put me up in this hotel which was the nicest hotel I had ever stayed in in my whole (laughs) life and I was was like yeah I manifested to practice this and I just remember like remembering what the sheets felt like like how high the bed was
0: all of it and now Um, you live it and now I live it (laughs) yeah That's really cool. I just wanted to specify like because there's some people go into a situation. So say you say even like you're going to a fancy restaurant with people you don't normally go out with and they've picked this place and you walk in and you're kind of like in awe. Right. You're like, oh, wow. Like. I'm not used to this. I don't know what to do. I don't know which side of the utensils to use first, that kind of deal. (laughs) And instead of being like, instead of being like, Oh, this is so out of place for me, or this is so I'm not used to this. You can kind of switch that mindset and be like, Oh, this, maybe this is an opportunity for me to practice experiencing all these luxuries. And like, I'm going to just, I'm going to switch. I'm going to be that person who is, this is normal for.
1: Exactly. And mm-hmm. I love
0: that you brought that up. And especially like with picking the right fork,
1: like what you do is like, you just pick the fork and you decide that's the right one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for that clarification. Cass. Yeah,
1: I mean, I just like, that's one of the things like, right. Like if you just, you decide that's who you are, whatever one you pick up is right because you're the person who belongs there and knows what they're doing. That's the thing. You just decide <laughs> that this is who you are. Mm-hmm. Such a great <laughs> example. I'm glad you shared that.
0: So do we want to start into our topic that we had discussed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of all plays into that, I think, a little bit. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and introduce? So
1: we're going to talk about the law of attraction in debt and really how to best utilize the law of attraction to get out of debt, if that's what you want. Um, but all things like debt, um, which is an interesting topic. Jenny and I were talking a little bit before. Um, just... I talking about some stuff that had to do with business. I'm like, we should talk about this. So
0: yeah. Yeah. It's such a good, I think that word debt is like a bell ringer for a lot of people. And maybe this is where we can, we can start off with this is like, what does that word mean to you? Like when you hear that word or when it pops up for you, what meaning are you associating with that word? Is it good or is it bad?
1: Mm, Yeah. And, uh, like the feeling that comes along with it, right? For
0: sure. Yeah. I remember, or I've had a huge um, shift in this and probably in the last three years, I remember it being, or it shifting a big, a lot. It was, I didn't used to care about money at all. I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. Like I don't need it. I just need to be happy. That was my, (laughs) that was my outlook. And so once I, I started caring and understanding that how we feel about money makes a difference, And I used to be like, oh my gosh, I have so much debt, like my school loans, what am I going to do? And then I remember the day I paid um, off my school loans, I was like, I don't feel any different. (laughs) (laughs) All this, all this debt is gone, all this like pressures off my shoulders. But I'm like, I don't feel like nothing's changed. And so it was such a, an aha moment to be like, oh, it's just how you think of it. You know, Yeah, it's just how you perceive it. It's so amazing. I love so much of what you say there,
1: like especially because what I think people really want is that relief, right? Yes, totally. You know, and so what I and so you got a little bit of that relief, but it wasn't like anything. Like fireworks didn't go off. It wasn't. It was like, not life changing. Isn't that? Yeah, and I think this is true. I mean, this is true. Like I remember, I don't remember. I had more than one credit card. I think I had four or five. I don't even remember at this point because I'd so far out of my consciousness, but Uh I remember the one time I paid one card off and it was, it had become like, I had done a lot of work. And so it was just like, whatever I put together a plan and I was just like executing the plan. So it wasn't like paying, it was just like paying any other bill. When
0: you say work, you're meaning vibrational work, right?
1: Yes, like I'd okay. done the like and the mindset work and all of that, like I'd done like the stuff to get clear on what I wanted and to really not aid and not feel that heaviness of the debt. Mm-hmm. Um. So at the point where I was like started paying stuff off, I had already let go of like all the heaviness. Right. Um, so
0: yeah. So I'm just going to stop you because so for our listeners, anyone that's like feeling that debt is heavy for them, what would you say is kind of like the first thing to releasing that? Mm, that's
1: such a good question. Um, for me, like I always go to like, why is it heavy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one of the biggest reasons that I find, you know, people think it's heavy because they have this, they feel like it's a mountain or a pile of
0: debt. They feel like they have to pay it off. All these reasons that oh, they, that they is- think. Oh, that is... I'm just going to stop you right there. Yeah. That is like something we have created in our society, mountains and piles of debt. Like, right? like those phrases feel heavy. Yes, exactly. Of course they feel heavy.
1: Like it's like a mountain. So you got to climb it or you've got to knock yeah. it down. I mean, nobody knocks down a mountain, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so what I find is like a lot of times, like, yeah, there's some, you know, societal and. In- influence about like how we describe things that adds to that sort of that, um, heavy weightedness to it. Mm -hmm. What I often find in addition, um, is I find a lot of those are like what people think it is. What I find is under it, um, is why it feels heavy is because there's sort of like, um, a blame there's something that hasn't been forgiven. There's a self judgment Mm -hmm. under
0: about, However, that debt was created or what it was used for or. Oh, interesting. So you're saying like the reason. Yeah. The money, where the money or what the money was used for the decisions made in spending the money. Yes. Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. I've quite often find that it's if there's there's like a judgment at the at the bottom, like Uh all those other things, you know, it's like, yeah, I feel like I have to get this paid off. All that is is true. But really, yeah, it's about what the money was spent on, whether someone feels guilty because they should have been making more money or they feel guilty because they made a choice they didn't think they should make or they feel guilty Ah. because, you know, they feel like they should have, you know, if it came out of the end of a relationship, they feel like they should have known better or, you know, whatever the story is, it's, it's often about some self judgment. And I find there's a big opportunity to release that heaviness with some forgiveness.
0: I love that, cast. I never realized. I was just thinking back to some of my own experiences of when I've gone in debt. And there is differences between... Um, so four or five... How many years ago? A while. Many years ago, I decided to take a big chunk of money and go to this health place down south. And it was... I didn't have the money. It was all alone. And um, so I went into debt for that. But after... I didn't feel bad about that debt ever because it was like the best experience Mm -hmm. ever. So, so happy I spent that money and like, it was paid off like, I guess, relatively easily. And then I think of other debts that don't feel good. Like, oh, I wish I didn't spend that money or I didn't get what I thought I was going to get out of that. And it feels heavier. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think I love that you had that story to share because we didn't even talk about this before, but, um, that's such a good example, right? Like you got the experience of a lifetime and it felt, it, it just, and it was easy to pay off.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause then you're in the flow with that. So you're saying, so like we always talk about first, having the awareness of this comes first is the step number one. So asking yourself, okay, well, is there anything else behind this? Like, why am I happy about spending this money or the money that was spent? And is there any place I can release resistance, like let it go and just allow myself to, to know that I was doing the best I could at that time. And I'm going to just let it be okay that I made that decision when I was there.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, because, you know,
1: the other choice is like not to release it. And that means you're like carrying it with you and you're literally carrying it and it's harder to pay off. And that's just silly, right? (laughs) I know it's just silly. Like it doesn't have to be that hard. And like the truth is like the, and for me, it's really like, is there a place I can forgive myself? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like it can be so much lighter and so much easier to like go through the process of releasing
0: your debt. Mm hmm. I think that's such a good first step for people to go through, so beyond that, so say we have okay, so we've realized um we feel that way about it, and we're deciding to let it go, and so then we get to this place in in the present moment where we're like, okay well i feel I feel a little bit better about it, but I still have all this debt, like what am I gonna do with this debt how how can I like what, how can I feel about it now? That's going to help me pay it off quicker. Hmm. Vibrationally, obviously. Yeah. Vibration.
1: And I think there's a lot of choices, you know, like I know, um, Jeanette Ma will like, um, I've heard her and I think you can find this on the goodbye blog somewhere, but like she'll like rip off all these stories about how debt is good. And a lot of people have debt and like really amp the vibe that way. And I think mm-hmm. that's one option. Mm-hmm. It's not usually the option I teach my people. What I usually teach is like, okay, why do you want the debt paid off? Like, let's figure that out. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: So tap into
1: your why. Yeah. Tap into Mm -hmm. your why. So you can actually get clarity. Cause in my, in my experience, like it's not, people don't want to walk in and have that feeling like you had where they just like wrote that last payment. Like it's often they either want the relief, which we know we can create that now. Mm -hmm. Um, or they want more money. Like they feel like they're missing out on something because they, You know, like they want that $500 a month or that $200, $1,000 a month. To, to put somewhere else, to spend on something else.
0: To have fun normally. Right. That's
1: normally what it is, right? <laughs> it's like vacations or a new car or whatever it is. It's to have fun. And so if we can tap into what you actually want or like, you know, some people don't even know that there's something that they want, but like, why do you want to pay off the debt? Like, is it just so that it's zero?
0: Like, and then usually that's about relief, right? Yeah. Or what, yeah. What else is that feeling associated with? Yeah. Um, it makes me when you were speaking, think of how, when you're talking about relief, that we have the power, if if that's what we're looking for, if that's what we want to feel that relief, Mm -hmm. we have the power right now to feel that. Yes. So, so instead of making your emotions or how you're feeling based on, um, based on isn't the word reliant upon you paying off the debt just practice feeling the feeling now, like take the debt out of, take the external conditions out of the environment, out of the situation, and just for the fun of it, practice how it feels to feel that relief. And you can do this by like everything Cassie and I talk about, like the scripting or even just visualizing. Like I tell a lot of my clients, just close your eyes and see yourself there. And how does it feel? What's happening? And then you do that for a little bit. And there you are there. You're activating that vibration of relief. And then more and more, Notice the things in your life that are going to come up that do feel like relief for you. It can be small things. And then you you build that momentum. Yes. And, and then the universe, like, it's freaking magic.
1: <laughs> it is magic. And, like, when you take the, like, the heavy emotionalness out of, like, that, you can actually, like, it just goes away quicker. Like, I don't even remember, really, the last day I paid off whatever I paid off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think coming up with a a new or like changing your meaning to the word makes a big difference because like the word debt to me now it's just it's neutral it's not it doesn't feel like oh yay I want debt but it doesn't feel bad either it just it's just there it's just a thing it's not like I love that I love the relief that comes with that Me
1: too. Like, and that's
0: how I feel. Like it's totally
1: neutral. It's, it's a line item. And to be actually probably it's neutral, but often debt means something really good for me. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, like, so I I'm a real estate investor, um, and you take on an amount of debt, like to invest in a property. Right.
0: Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so when you take that on, like if I'm investing in a property and I take on debt, that actually means I'm making more money a month, Mm -hmm. right? I'm able to pay that. And so for me, like it definitely, that's one of the things that helped too. I mean, I'd already like gotten to the point where I paid things off and I felt really good about it. But often for me, like that even means just a way to like make more money in your life. Yeah, that's cool. Which I know, like if you
0: could sort
1: of flip the switch, like how powerful is that?
0: Yeah. And you guys can go out there and like look for, look for how debt is good. Like that's just one way to bring more of those experiences into your environment is like just Cassie gave the perfect example. So she's like, debt means more money to me.
1: <laughs> it totally does. Right. I mean, like when I became financially free and this is where I think, cause people don't understand the words they're using and they're not totally clear about what they're doing. Like things mm-hmm. get mixed up and mushy, but like uh-huh. when I earned, uh, I don't know how you say it. Like, but when I got my financial freedom, mm-hmm. Right. I was in the most debt I'd ever been in, in my life and I was a hundred percent okay with that. Yeah.
0: Right. Awesome. Because, yeah, that's really good. It's good. I think for people to hear stories like that, mm-hmm. you know, to know that, that, that the debt can be positive and there's just so much success that can happen. It doesn't have to be the weighing down negative thing. Exactly. So do you want to talk about, I think it would be helpful for our listeners, um, in kind of like day to day things, like what kind of tools or mind tricks can people use when they're faced with like, so say they're in debt a lot and it's like a a new bill comes in or there's an opportunity to spend money somewhere, but that they have that nagging thing in the back of their mind being like, Oh, but I don't want to go into more debt. Mm.
1: So this is a good, so when you said like a new bill comes in, like often I think of that is like, um, something that has to do like maybe like a medical bill, like something you didn't plan on, right? Something, yeah.
0: Unexpected and it's not in your normal month to month. Yeah. And so
1: the biggest thing that I do, like I think listeners can do is like train yourself to not be reactive. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like, and the way you do that is you be proactive. And what that means is like you handle your vibration all the time. Like proactively you have a very high vibration so that when something comes in, you know, let's, I'm just going to put it on a number scale for ease. Like if you're always walking around at a 10 and something comes in and knocks you to a seven, like that's far. But if you're walking around at a five and you get knocked down to a two Like it's harder to get back up and it's harder to be like if you think of like above five is like really positive and feels really good and below doesn't feel good, right? Um, It can be harder to get to that space that feels good. So I think being proactive with your vibration um, makes it easier when those things
0: come into your life that you – sort of create reactionary circumstances. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. That's wicked. Yeah. I use that like the same kind of analogy with my clients. When I say like, I want, we come up with thoughts that they can be prepared with when mm. those like nagging thoughts come up. Oh my gosh. So, I love that. <laughs> so it's like they're prepared. Yeah. They have that arsenal. Yeah. So we aren't asking too much of you guys. Just be happy all the time. Right. That's all you have to do. <laughs> and then you'll be fine. <laughs> um, but I like a, to be
1: prepared. Like, so if you had somebody like, and you were coaching them and you thought they were going to have like thoughts come up about debt, what's an example of something that you would help them be prepared with?
0: Well, one of the things I like to, have been playing with is the idea of like, Create, you're creating new beliefs all the time, right? By mm-hmm. what you're thinking over and over. And yeah. if you say you want to be debt-free, but you don't quite believe it. So you can't use that statement of like, I am debt-free. So, Oh man, can we talk about that statement after you say this? <laughs> yeah, I do want to talk about that actually. Okay. So we'll come back to it. Um, you have something that you do believe to be true. Like there's lots, I know there's lots of money out there.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: you you use some sort of like, um, statement that still feels like relief to you and that you still believe. And that's kind of like your, if, if that debt thought comes up, you're like, Oh no, I'm, I'm letting that thought go. I do know there's lots of money out there. And then you move on. Nice. I like it. Cool. Um, Uh, yeah. So let's come back to that.
1: Yeah. So, so I'll let you talk about, I'm going to say how I feel about that statement. Then you can feel about it. Like, I think I am debt free is absolutely not the right intention to set well
0: i don't like it either
1: <laughs> good but <laughs> not that we can't disagree we're obviously very good at like sort of disagreeing but i think this is the place where people using LOA get make, off we are very good at disagreeing cassie <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> it doesn't happen often but when we disagree we're very good at it yes <laughs> that's a huge relationship i'm gonna write that down like relationships and tension. Like we're very good at disagreeing. Yeah. It's but, true. <laughs> um but yeah like I like so I always I see not always but I see a lot of manifestors come into like my program and they're like um you know I want to be debt I want to be debt free. I want to yeah. be debt free. I want to be debt free I want to be debt free. And I honestly like I was focused on I know this is true. This isn't just me like talking about like how I think LOA works. Like this is true for me. When I was super focused on paying off debt Um, I found myself just somehow getting into more debt. Oh my God. It's so true in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's crazy because when it's what you're focused on and like, we know, like, especially now, even then I knew that was how it worked, but like, I wasn't aware I was just putting all this energy and like, I want to pay off this debt. I got to pay off this debt. I want to be debt free. I want to do all this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And somehow I just end up with more debt every month.
0: Yep that's how it that is so it's the focus of yes. like what you, the focus of I want to be debt-free is focused on your debt yes yeah
1: and it's and it's bringing more it's bringing that energy so um, what what do you tell people about where to put their focus I know we just have a few minutes left but I think this is a good place to end on like how do you coach somebody when they come to you and they're like I want to be debt-free how do you sh- help them shift the focus
0: you know i usually go i usually start very very general and i usually get off the debt so i just say they want i focus on the freedom part and then when they're ready when there's no like there's no stickiness around money then we can go there but i'm usually like what's the feeling you want to feel um and it's generally some element of freedom and so okay let's start there really really activate that feeling what about you Love it. Similar. So I go for like the why, like, why is this
1: important? Why do you want to be debt free? Which often brings up a lot of beliefs that they can choose to be true or not about what, what debt means in their life. Um, and then when I really get to the end, like, what are you going to get out of being debt free? What do you really want? Because, um, I find if we can focus on what you really want and figure out what that's going to feel like, we can just open up the path and really be focusing on what you want instead of what you don't want.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. I lost. That's awesome, Cass. So, this is kind of fitting in our money mantra for today's session or today's call.
1: Yeah. Um. So our money mantra is: "There's always enough money."
0: Oh, that is so good. I know. I love it. Right. That is such so much better than "I am debt free." Yes,
1: right. <laughs> like there's always enough money, and you can enjoy that. Yeah. It's it works in all stages of the process. That's awesome. Yeah. Just one more thing.